Listeners like you make this show possible and help us keep our lights on. You can join up with other Oh My Dollar community members to support episode transcripts and more by making a pledge of $1 or more per month and get cool perks like cat stickers and a special badge on our forums. This episode was underwritten by the Tamsin G Association, Warrior Queen, and Chris Giddings. To learn more, you can visit ohmydollar.com support. Welcome to Oh My Dollar, a personal finance show with a dash of glitter. Dealing with money can be spooky and scary. Here we give practical, friendly advice about money that helps you tackle financial overwhelm. I'm Will, and here's your host, Lillian Kerbeck. And this is Will's last episode with my Oh My Dollar. Ultimate episode, except for, I don't know, maybe I'll call in sometime. Yeah, I think we'll have to have you have like a spot guest. I like that you're sad that you're not going to be here for Halloween month, so you had to work <laughs> this spooky and scary into a September episode. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, because we're also going to talk about Budgetober as well as my moving, though I think I'm going to connect them. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh so, Will, why are you leaving us? Lot, lots of vague reasons. No big reasons. Um, You're I making got a, a big job. career change, I'm making a though. big career change. Uh, I got a job at a really cool malt house uh, in western Massachusetts, Valley Malt. What is the work of a malter? A lot of shoveling grain around and ba- basically making sprouts on a really large scale. <laughs> if you've ever made sprouts in a jar, that's, that's essentially the process, plus roasting and you know details so this is like your love of beer and kind of coffee combined because you're kind mm-hmm. of like roasting things like coffee but mm-hmm. also actually in a big old detroit coffee roaster yeah so i'm excited about that and i i'm excited about beer but would never ever want to work in a brewery per se they're very hot is they're... the malter gonna be hot it's gonna be hot but it's gonna be winter there oh nice i Cold, mean yeah i guess winter in the northeast i'm not exactly. sure I it's, would... it's colder <laughs> um so i'm excited about that which starts on the 1st, which is crazy soon. Um, it was a bit of a quick application to start. I guess it was six weeks. That's lots of time. It's I, I feel like six weeks feels like a lot of time if you aren't moving across the country. Yeah. And you aren't an integral part of everything you do at your job. Yeah, so. it's, it's been a whirlwind. Um, but at this point, so my main moving logistic was paying U-Haul for a pod... Which oh. was a big orange seven by seven by seven cube that they dropped off in front of my house. Uh, U-Haul was a whole pain in the butt about timing. I get to like call them all the time, but it finally arrived, and I filled it up with my things, and they shipped it off. How much is it going to cost you to ship it about across? Eighteen hundred, all said and done, which is steep, but not that much compared to a moving truck. Yeah, uh, it a seems lot like less the than a price would have been truck. about the same. I've been, it would have been about the same, only uh, you know, with gas and driving. Did you comparison? And that's if you drove it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Not if you hired movers. No, that would. Oh, yeah, that would probably be even more. I didn't even think about that. I think that's like twenty thousand dollars for a cross country move. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, so that was that was a big financial hit, and then. And did you comparison shop for the pod or? I did. Well, I I actually called a couple places, and none. I told them that U-Haul gave me, you know, that price, and they were all like, "Oh, we can't do that." It was actually a very easy comparison (laughs) shopping. Oh, nice. Um, Though with yeah. Maybe they would have been a little more responsive to my phone calls, but <laughs> this isn't the gripe about U-Haul episode. So yeah. that um, we'll get, we'll have to get the update on how your stuff reached. Right, the if, other side if of my the stuff country. reaches. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard horror stories. I had to pack very carefully because I'm going to be without my things for two or three weeks. Oh yeah, that's so important. So I've got like yeah, I kind of like pulled out what I thought was a reasonable amount of clothes for that time. Books. It'll no. probably give you a good like. 
time to figure out what you really need in your new place. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, it's like, all my stuff's going to come. I'm like, why do I have all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel every time I move. Yeah. It doesn't matter how far I'm moving. Uh, and I got rid of a lot of stuff. So uh, what other hits did you take? What other hits did I take? Most. You had to find a place. That. I had to find. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I had to find a place. And I actually opted to pay September rent in addition just to have that dealt with. Oh, which, really? Uh-huh. So did which, that mean that you were able to like look for a place and just lock it in by choosing to pay September mm-hmm, rent mm-hmm. instead of having to find a place ahead of moving across the country that wasn't available till October? Exactly. And then I was also out for a week for my brother's wedding this past week in Alaska. In Alaska. So not really the yeah. best place to shop for New York, Northeastern. <laughs> well, you'd think that, but there's been a recurring thing where every time I'm visiting my parents in Alaska, I'm dealing with some sort of housing crisis. Uh, <laughs> And that was Maybe actually a big part. Maybe you should stop planning visits yeah. to Alaska. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that all worked out. I'm glad I made that decision just for have one less thing to stress about this month. Um, did you find it through Friends of a Friend or did you like... I found it through Craigslist. Uh, Northampton is small enough. I have a feeling I'm going to know someone this person knows. Yeah. My, my future roommate. <laughs> and it's month to month. So I've got the opportunity to have that place when I get there and move to a new place whenever that makes sense probably probably not for several months after my finances recover yeah but presumably they will recover because i'm definitely making more at this new job did you uh have to buy a bunch of moving boxes or did you do the scrounging i think i must have bought half a dozen moving boxes i kind of like the new moving boxes at like 250 a pop it kind of seems worthwhile i know they are actually optimized for moving as opposed to like the random boxes i get from the grocery store when i ask them to save me boxes i did grab a bunch of bottle boxes from my favorite beer store you have a lot of books too so those are the best boxes but the bottle boxes i was also using for uh glassware oh nice which worked really well um lots of books i took about a third of my books and sold them to powell's and bought new books with them, <laughs> but so so I have fewer books ultimately, but they're they're of higher quality. <laughs> I like higher quality is the thing you're going. I condensed for. my books. Yeah, uh, um, I got rid of some of my records. So, what, did you walk into Powell's with the goal of buying more books, or did oh, yeah. you walk in like be like, oh, I'm going to sell these books? No, I knew and, exactly what I was doing. Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> it is probably your last chance to go on a pals, uh, you know, expedition for exactly, a while. Exactly, exactly. So I got uh, a book on the sort of economic analysis of the rise of the three-point shot in the NBA, which has some really fascinating, like, maps. Uh, wow. Um, I'm not interested in anything basketball-related, but I sound like I feel like I would be I'll kind show, of I'll interested in I'll show you these graphs. The graphs are really interesting. <laughs> Basically making an argument that it's subsidizing certain styles of play. Uh, wow. That's wow. where I get interested in basketball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I got uh, a full orchestral score of uh, Wagner's Die Valkyrie. I like how this is just listing is, your consumer yeah. purchases. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. So, so better, better books, better books. <laughs> and so that was that was not a financial hit. Uh, <laughs> let's see, new apartment. Um, Did you get your security deposit back from your place here yet? Do you the know? security deposit? That that was sort of the stressful part because I was able to get my current roommates to take over. Because I had more people in my house than were on the lease. Oh, yeah. This is the part where I'm hoping my roommates don't listen, which was a big <laughs> asset because I really didn't want to clear out the house. Right. Because now I get the security deposit back as well as the last month rent. Well, and you were 
you were kind of the main leaseholder. I was and the master orga- tenant. Yeah, you were the organized person in your house. I kind of mm-hmm. got that impression. The young master, yeah. <laughs> the young master. <laughs> the housemeister, yeah. as we would call it in Germany. <laughs> the, bur- the burgermeister, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, so I'm still waiting on that money from them. I'm they've kind of not really had their their s together. I guess I can say get their shit together if this isn't a radio broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this so, is probably only going on the podcast. So right? we'll so we'll see how that works out. I want at least half of my deposit back. Nice. I'm like kind of okay walking away from some of it. <laughs> yeah, that's I the current place that I'm in actually we walked in when they when like a lot of markets had co- a lot of apartments had come on the line in mm-hmm. Portland, and so they were doing the like super subsidized security deposit thing. Which I have like a side oh. rant about how like in the high ends of the market, you almost never have to pay like security deposits in first and last. And then like the crappier housing stock, the more you have to pay to move in. I this mm. is my this I didn't is, know that this is well this is a thing I've observed more than a universal truth. It just seems like a lot of the, like the fancy high market apartments are like first month free just a small security deposit but like the rent overall is like not affordable to anybody you know anybody mm. that's living there but um so we only paid like a $200 security deposit for our current a 200 altogether for two people and so like you know i will cry me a river if i don't get back my security deposit from 4 years ago or whatever with this property yeah exactly right company. right i've been in the house for 4 years it's yeah. it's that i i had forgotten about that money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's good. I still one of the things I need to do this afternoon that's like was literally stressing me out like last night when I was trying to sleep was I need to close out all my utility bills. Oh yeah. Which means I have to I think pay a gas bill, which I don't want to. It wasn't in my budget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so how long do you think it's going to take you to recover with your new? Have you plotted it out? So I love to when I get I a new job really with more money. Out. I like to like figure out mm-hmm. what everything's going to be. I mean, I think about. Two or three months, I'll probably have more in my account than I would have had I not moved. Oh, yeah. Because it's a 40-hour week. I'm also stoked to be working hourly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will be paid according to the amount of hours I work. There's some things I love about salaried work, but yeah. Yeah. It'll be cool. That's true. You've been salaried for quite a while. And like you were part-time salaried for quite a while, which Mm -hmm. meant that you often ended up working, I think, more. Exactly. So having a direct correlation between the amount of hours I work and what I'm going to pay, it'll be cool. Um it's so funny that like I feel like salaried is all I ever wanted for so long when I worked hourly jobs, and then once mm-hmm. I got there, I was like, "No, <laughs> oh, I, really, I see what's going on I here." I liked overtime. <laughs> exactly. Overtime was great. Yeah. Uh, or just someone being like, "You know, you have to go home because we can't afford overtime," and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, all right, yeah, sure, yeah." Guess that I'll never happens now. with a salary. Yep. So yep. that's cool. Um, the other expense I had that I didn't have to deal with was I turned a bunch of frequent flyer miles into my plane ticket east and because it was with frequent flyer miles i was able to go first class because it came with two free checked bags which will be very useful as someone who's moving and i get to choose seat a1 (laughs) which is the best seat in the airport you're just really excited about that seat a1 that's the first seat who sits next to me i also the pilot (laughs) i also feel like you uh might benefit from first class more than someone like me for example since you are have a lot of leg. I have a lot of leg. <laughs> at least two. At least, at least a yard. I whatever. This is like such a whining on the yacht problem. But whenever I get updated, upgraded to like business or first class, it's actually more uncomfortable for me because oh. I'm so short. I can't touch the ground in those seats. Brutal. <laughs> and then I just have like dangling feet, which is its own kind of sad. But I, I, I empathize. I, I still feel like tall people and short people have a lot 
to meet in the middle. Yeah. I feel like sim- similar height extremity problems. Yes, exactly. People asking you how tall you are. All the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you probably get less people picking you up, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real big guys. It's oh, and I sold my 0.1 Bitcoin I was hanging on to since 2012. I, d- I was looking at the date to make sure that was true. And the full story behind that 0.1 Bitcoin was that I never purchased as an investment. But back in 2012, Bitcoin was just a way to buy drugs on the Internet. <laughs> So I, so I had about 20 Bitcoin on some high quality hash oil, which today in today's Bitcoin value would be about, uh, what, $200,000? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was not what it was in 2012. Right, right. No, it wasn't. I think it was about $40, which was, which was fine for, yeah. But so that turned into $1,000, which was nice. It would have been better had I hung on to my Bitcoin, but investing in Bitcoin would have been a dumb thing to do in 2012 i think we can both agree yeah yeah i think uh i think riding and holding is not really the best thing this is the first time i think we've mentioned the existence of crypto <laughs> on the show and it's only because it's relevant to you moving. exactly so did that a thousand immediately go into moving expenses or is it like kind of sitting there uh moving expenses moving expenses yeah well rent but yeah uh any advice you would give to someone else who's contemplating moving across the country on a nonprofit hmm. salary I think the pod was the right play for me, unless we'll you've got out. a car to move. Yeah, unless yeah. all my stuff doesn't get there. <laughs> uh, An even cheaper option if people are like thinking about it over a U-Haul or a pod, uh, but you have to have kind of less stuff, is you can ship stuff via Amtrak. Huh. Um, and it's it's essentially Amtrak freight, and you can stick it on Amtrak. So it only works if you have an Amtrak station in the town that you're moving to and the town where you're coming from. I do. Uh, Yeah. I mean, obviously, Northampton very much does. Uh, So it's it's actually like, it can be a really good way to move. Like, you know, not necessarily like breakable stuff, but stuff that like just needs to get there at some Mm -hmm. point. Hmm. It takes a while. It takes, but it only takes like about a week to get uh, across the country. And you do have to pack stuff in boxes and haul it down to your local train station, right? Which is, which is, (laughs) right. And you have to go pick it up at the train station. So, um, that's cool though. it's kind of like two mini moves in town as opposed to a cross-country move as far as what you need to do. Um, and you can space out. You can keep packing them on, right? They'll they'll let them right. sit at There's the station for like, off. I think, 30 days or something like that. So you could like, you know, if you're moving mm. bit by bit, you can like put a box of books on it, put some clothing on it, whatever. Oh, that sounds very cool. I like this concept. Um, it's a good way to move bikes, too, if um, you have yeah. to have a lot of bikes. I don't know if you're maybe like me. Uh, so, Or, like, big and bulky items that would just be, like, absolutely outrageous to um, ship via USPS. You can ship them by freight. So Yeah, I almost I almost ship my bike by mail since it was since in the pod i'm gonna have to go two weeks without my bike yeah. which kind of sucks for this last week in portland though i do have a nice bike i'm gonna borrow from a friend once i arrive in northampton mass but i was like i didn't want to pay more money yeah. I, already, I already had a spot to put it yeah you already had the pod i would probably have to fill an entire pod with all my bikes but that's my own problem yeah. all right seven by seven by seven was pretty big i could have <laughs> fit a lot more in there than i did though i think that was the right size of pod Okay, this is good to know. Because of all of this, I'm definitely looking forward to kind of settling down and not having like constant moving expenses and like, you know, no Re- cooking return equipment. Return to normalcy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've actually been like pretty frugal this month apart from that because I'm really just like eating through the food in my fridge, uh, drinking beers I set aside because why am I going to bring that? And like, you know, getting into the tater tots in the freezer. Oh, yeah. 
there's always there's always like the giant bag of tater tots that you're like oh, yeah. oh i guess good. that's our final meal um so so that's that's sort of where i'm at though i mean i'm probably gonna have to eat out like friday or something but i am really looking forward to getting into just like a much more regimented budget um coming to this next month october or as it's now officially known, Budgetober. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm hoping that Will participates, and I'm also hoping that you, listener, participate in uh, a challenge that I've issued, which is called Budgetober, and it's going to run from October 1st to October 31st. And the goal for Budgetober is pretty simple. Set and stick to your budget for the month of October. It's also kind of vaguely Halloween-themed, so if you're into that, uh, we have special forum badges for people that participate. Uh, they're all Halloween-themed. And even a special edition sticker that is not available any other way for people that complete the whole month. And I will ship it anywhere in the world for free. Uh, so the basic rules are pretty easy. You just have to establish a budget, a way to track it, and target amounts for the budget. And your categories can be as broad as you like. Some people are only participating, like, only on their grocery budget, only on their restaurant budget. Like, they don't want to track everything. Some people are going really broad, which is they just set one amount for the whole month, and they want to see how they can do to stay under it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, there's also a special special extra feature of Budgetober, which is you're allowed one week where you wave a magic wand and you recast your budget. So, oh, so you can revise it midway yeah. through if things are... Oh, I like that. Yeah, so if you've like gone totally off the rails in a category or something, uh, for example, a big moving expense comes up or something like that, um, you can just set a new budget for the month. So don't get discouraged. If you have an off week, you can jump back on the budgeting hay wagon. Uh, I told you it was Halloween themed. (laughs) Um, And every single Sunday or Monday, if you're in Australia or New Zealand, uh, we'll have a thread to report on how you did your budget for the week and make predictions for the next week. You can report on where you're at, what your biggest challenges were and what your victories were. And uh, yeah, and then you'll put down next week's predictions and goals. I think it's going to be really fun. We already have like quite a few people that have joined in on the forums. Uh, It's good for someone like the reason I'm doing it is because this is the first month this year I'm not traveling at all Mm -hmm. and uh also pretty low income month for me so i just want to see if i can you know i'm already pretty good at sticking to a budget but i want to try out adjustments to my categories and a kind of a low spend month um or maybe you don't currently do a budget at all um and you feel like maybe your expenses are creeping up and you just want to use this one month as a check-in to see how you're doing yeah well i'm excited too because this is kind of a nice uh it's, it's a great place to kind of start a new budget with this you know new new, new yeah, apartment new, and it's new, literally my first income, day of work is literally place. on the first oh yeah perfect which is very soon oh. <laughs> <laughs> cue existential stress yeah. crisis from will over six here. days uh or you know maybe you've been spending a bit too much on like takeaway or restaurants and you want to dial it back a bit but like switching away forever seems challenging but like one month seems doable um and you can also budget things in so as long as you predict it and put it in the budget it doesn't have to be a low spend month for you the goal is just to stick within the budget so the budget is whatever plan you've set out so i'm not telling you what's in the budget (laughs) uh so things that you get you get community support for whatever your budget goals are for october obviously the warm fuzzies of of trying to stick to a budget this October. Um, you will get success shout-outs on the podcast if you want, and a weekly, very cute Halloween-themed forum badge for participating in each weekly check-in. And if you do all four weekly check-ins, you get a sticker. It's Halloween, cat, and budget-themed. That's all I'm going to tell you. I promise it's cute, and I'm going to mail those anywhere in the world. So 
I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be like a a good way for me to like really check in on things and dial things down on my first like weirdly calm month in in a while. Where yeah, I, you say that. Who knows what'll happen in October? I mean, Budgetober is going to happen in October. Uh, so if you're on the fence, if you're in to participate, or maybe you're on the fence and you need some encouragement, you can uh, find the whole list of rules and all the other people participating uh, in it at ohmydollar.com slash budgetober. How do we spell budgetober? Will? B-U-D-G-E-T-O-B-E-R. And so, yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. So I hope... I hope to see you all there. Hashtag budgetober. <laughs> hashtag budgetober. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I hope to see that hashtag somewhere. All right, Will. Well, this is your last episode before you run away. I was making a crying gesture. Thank you for all of your service to my dollar. I think we've yeah, recorded like s- 150 episodes together or yeah, something at this point. Yeah, and I'm point. feeling so much better about finances and stuff after doing this. Yeah, as someone who accidentally ended up kind of assigned to the show... I feel like you're probably now better prepared than any random radio producer mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, personal mm-hmm, finance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For yeah, and let's do a call-in episode sometime. Yeah, we're. I, I gotta get new health insurance, so maybe we'll call in about oh, that. Oh yeah, feel free to call into Healthcare Month on the Oh My Dollar yeah, Show. Yeah, that's another preview. Yeah, we've got a lot coming up. We've got so many things coming down the pipeline in what I say is going to be a very chill month for me, which is just a total <laughs> lie. But I'm not leaving the country, so. Uh, well, that wraps our show for today. Uh, we love hearing from you. I'd actually really love to hear about your experiences moving cross country. Um, Me too. So, yeah. and I'll be a regular listener. So please, please yeah. keep it going. Uh, we'd love to hear it. We want to. Will wants to know if you managed to move by pod and your stuff showed up mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> while he sits in Northampton <laughs> waiting to find out. And uh, yeah, anything else? If you've moved by Amtrak. Let me know. Uh, when I moved cross country, I moved by Southwest Airlines. I got an $87 flight to Oregon. And wow. back then, they gave you three free checked bags on Southwest Airlines. And uh, yeah, this was a, a while ago. Also, I was moving to Oregon for six months. That was uh, 14 years ago. So <laughs> doing great. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you can always give us any of your moving stories, anything at questions at ohmydollar.com or tweet us at Anomaly or at Oh My Dollar and feel free to send us any of your healthcare questions for Healthcare Month. Our producer is Will Romy. Our, our intro music. That's our last episode yeah. saying that. <laughs> our intro music is by Aaron Parecki and your host and personal finance educator is not moving across the country is Lillian Kerbake. Thank you for listening. Until next time, remember to manage your money so it doesn't manage you. Woohoo! Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.